successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to the Grill Nation Show here on 980 AM KMBZ. And I appreciate you also listening today on iTunes if you're joining via podcast. And at GrillNationShow.com. Hope you're having a Great day. Looking forward to our show today. Uh, on today's show, we'll get to our guests here in just a second. Before we do, I want to thank our partners and supporters of the Grill Nation show with Jason Grill. They are title sponsors of the show, are MoBank, BOK Financial, Trust, and Two West Companies. Contributors to the Grill Nation show include KCADC, which is the Kansas City Area Development Council. We're going to get to them in just a second. The Rieger, NJ Rieger & Co., and Brian Sarf with True Wealth & Company. So, on today's show, uh, we have so much to discuss. We're going to jump right in. We are joined by a contributor and partner of the show, a great organization here in Kansas City, the KCADC, the Kansas City Area Development Council. Their website is being brought up here on my uh, on my computer as we speak. It is thinkkc.com. I always forget because the Twitter is I think KC. So, follow them on Twitter. We have Tim Cowden with us today, who is the president and CEO at the Kansas City Area Development Council. And also with us today is Maria Maffrey, who's a, the, a principal at BNIM Architects here in the Kansas City region. Welcome to the show, guys. How are you? Wonderful. Good morning. Good morning. I've got so many links up on my computer. There's so many things to talk about. I, uh, <laughs> I'm excited to have you. First off, let's start with uh, Tim. Tim, first off, tell us who you are and uh, tell us more about KCADC. Jason, good morning. My name is Tim Cowden. I am CEO of the Kansas City Area Development Council. KCADC is charged with selling, branding, and marketing 18 counties in both Kansas and Missouri, Kansas City region, to the world. So I've got a great job. You definitely do. Yes, you do. Uh, Maria, how about yourself? This is the first time we've met. I've, I've heard your name, but I'm excited to have you on the show. Myself as well. Great to meet you. So I am Maria Maffrey. I'm with BNIM Architects. We are an interdisciplinary design firm. So we have architects, landscape architects, interior designers, urban planners, graphic designers. We are a national and international design practice based out of Kansas City with offices in San Diego and Des Moines. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just happy to be here. I am a proud KCADC board member and happy to join you guys this And morning. you've been on the board for a while, too? You've just, been very successful? Just for a couple years. A couple years, okay. Yeah. She is a fantastic board member. <laughs> and I'm glad to have one of my bosses here with me this morning. That's Jason. great. That's great. And I uh, I was getting excited just hearing about your company there. Uh, I always wanted to get into kind of this kind of stuff. I thought about it for a while, you know, you know, with all the architects and, and people in Kansas City that are so bright and intelligent, all the buildings we see being built throughout the world uh, right here in Kansas City, it's, it's pretty exciting. Such, such a such a, a gem that we have here, isn't it, Tim? Absolutely, it's a uh, it's quite a um, uh, an industry that gives Kansas City global reach. Mm-hmm. So we're bummed this morning because of the Chiefs' loss. Mm-hmm. But while the Chiefs are not going to can't not going to Atlanta, 
our global design industry is. Okay. Because you think about it, the Mercedes-Benz Dome was designed by a firm here in Kansas City. And uh, all the uh, in-stadium uh, activations, all the fan experience uh, was designed by another firm here in Kansas City. So that whole industry gives us a tremendous global reach and impact. And Maria's firm is right there in the middle of it. She'd probably be able to tell you a little bit more than I can. So we do have this incredible legacy of sports architecture, in particular in Kansas City, which BNIM is not not active in. But, you know, Tim mentioned Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, where the, this year's Super Bowl is going to be held. But actually, the last 10 years, all the Super Bowls have been designed by Kansas City-based architecture firms. Um, so I think that's, I mean, and probably beyond that, I just know that my research has shown that in the last 10 years, um, Kansas City has had an impact on the Super Bowl. Amazing. Yeah, Very the cool. Chiefs aren't going, but Kansas City is going to be there. That's, that's right. In full force. And then also, if you think about sports architecture, 75% of all the stadiums, any of the sports architecture, architecture related stadiums and arenas in the world have been designed by a Kansas City firm. That's pretty amazing. It really is. And, I, I you know, we're going to get into the uh, image refresh uh, you guys are going to be doing here. Uh, it's one of those things that we have as a one of our strong suits that we know about. But does every Kansas City know about it? Do people around the world know about it? I mean, it's just one of those assets that we have, you know, that could be a continual selling point for our city. Now, I don't know how big that industry could get, but it's already here, right? And it's, right. it's this, 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 this arena is so big. But it's it's just, I don't think somebody in Austin or Nashville or New York might know Kansas City for that, right? Well, also, Jason, if you think just not about architecture, but think about engineering mm-hmm. and all the large global engineering firms that are headquartered here, mm-hmm. Burns McDonald, Black & Veatch, HMTV, mm-hmm. um, combined with the architecture firms and the big construction services firms that are headquartered here, mm-hmm. J.E. Dunn, McCown Gordon, and go on and on. So that is a huge industry that, again, gives Kansas City a real global impact. And it's quite a uh, attractive element because it provides opportunity to talent from all over the country and world that, that moves here because of those, those firms. So on today's show, we're going to talk about all kinds of different things. We're going to talk about wins and losses from the last year. Uh, you know, we originally were going to do this show over the holidays, but as far as that goes, it's always hard, right? So you guys put on a great show uh, in late November, early November, I think, uh, your annual lunch. And I took a lot out of that. I got to go, thankfully, um, just with your videos and with all the things that you've done the last year and, and what you're kind of thinking, looking forward. So I want to get into that. You know, there's so many hot topics, uh, involved right now in Kansas city. I want to, I want to learn about, you know, maybe some things you learned last year. Sure. You're talking about the, the chiefs, right? Right. Great season, but became a little bit short and maybe they'll hopefully learn from this and, and the future will continue to grow. So, We'll hopefully get into some of those things on the show that maybe we thought we were going to get and we didn't get and what we learned out of those experiences as far as a job recruitment and retention and workforce development. Love to talk about that. And then uh, let's talk about other things. You know, you guys are so busy at uh, KCADC. There's so many things happening. Um, before we do that, let's just let's just briefly touch on um, what is the annual lunch? Tell us about that because I think that room is packed, but I think a lot of people don't really know the impact it has each and every year for your organization. Well, I'm looking across the studio at Ashley Hand. She's uh, on our marketing team. Um, this annual luncheon, we bring 1,700 of our business and civic leaders from across the region into one place. Mm-hmm. And it's really almost like a, 
a cheer rally in a sense because get everybody hyped up and pumped up about all the great things that are going on in Kansas City and with our organization. It's so, definitely cool because it, the the fa- the the wow factor is is better than any of the chicken dinners I've been to in my life, and the food was good too. Well, you guys go all out. Is my point? It's we amazing. we really do pay attention to detail, but when you think about it, that um, that luncheon has been ongoing now twenty three or four years in a row, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in this current format, we started with seventy five attendees over wow. at MRI's uh, Mag Center way back in the day. <laughs> And we've grown it to uh, to seventeen over seventeen hundred. You always have so, a, a very uh, high profile guest speaker, not just you speaking to him. <laughs> you have, definitely not just you me. Have, you, you Come on, Jason. Who'd you have this year? We had Doris Kearns Goodwin. Oh right, uh, okay. presidential historian. She was fantastic. She's she's pretty bright. <laughs> she, yeah, yeah. I felt really really dumb. You know, out <laughs> she, there listening to her. She she's has, fantastic. She had some great stories. We're going to share some great stories today on the Grill Nation show. I'm joined today again by Tim Cowden. And Maria Maffrey, you're listening to 980 AM KMBZ. Also, if you're joining on iTunes, we greatly appreciate it. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show. I appreciate you joining us today. I'm your host, Jason Grill, here on 980 AM KMBZ. And if you're listening on the internet at grillnationshow.com or on iTunes, we greatly appreciate it. You can find links to all of our shows at the website grillnationshow.com. And you can also find more information about our uh, contributors and partners, including the KCADC and the uh, everything they do up on the website, as well as photos of our guests today. I'm joined today again by <clears throat> excuse me, Tim Cowden, who's the uh, president and CEO at the Kansas City Area Development Council, and Maria Maffrey, who is uh, the principal, is a principal and chief business development officer at BNIM Architects, also on the board of the KCADC. Welcome back to the show. Uh, if my voice goes in and out, I apologize. That you was, were out of there. She was screaming yes, over the yes. weekend. <laughs> when you wake up in the morning and you realize, uh, wow. I did yell a lot. You know, you don't even notice because everyone else around you is doing it. And then you, <laughs> then you get up and you're like, wow, my voice is, is not good. And so. it always sounds worse when the team loses, right? Oh, it does. It <laughs> does. Yeah. It but, does. We, but we bounce back. We definitely do. Yeah. Guys, uh, I want to talk to you about 2018 wins and losses uh, as far as new businesses. Uh, maybe some things we did well. Maybe some things we, we did not get. Um, I think there's so many things happening in Kansas City that we sometimes lose focus of what is going on as far as uh, business and job uh, site selection and, and getting these companies to come here? And and what were some of those wins in 2018? Because I know you mentioned a lot at the annual lunch, but we did. let's go through them. Jason, we had a great, great year. Uh, again, our organization works with companies from outside the region that are evaluating Kansas City against other markets. Mm-hmm. So again, we're selling, marketing, and branding this region to those types of companies and also talent through our initiative like Team KC and what we do uh, specifically in industry verticals like um, uh, transportation, logistics, and then also animal health. Mm -hmm. So that off to the side, we had a great year. We attracted 19 companies to the region in uh, 2018. Wow. Counting for just south of 3,000 new jobs just tied to those companies. So 
brand names that you, everybody I'm sure that's listening has heard of Geico. So Geico announced a 500 job service center out in Lenexa. Uh, Warren Buffett came in for that announcement back in June. That was pretty cool. He did. Him. I saw some photos of him playing golf. Uh, not him, actually. Different different story. Okay. He was in town, but we saw photos of him. Right. And you were there and you saw all this happen? Yeah, Oh, yeah. I got to meet uh, Mr. Buffett. He was quite the gentleman what, what, and what quite advice, the showman. What advice do you have for uh, for investment? I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I, you know, it was, it was one funny thing. He, he showed everybody his wallet and um, he handed me his wallet, but he, he wouldn't let go. I tried to take his wallet, and he really hung on to that pretty tightly. So, oh, wow. Yeah, Look at that. yeah. That's a fun story. He, he laughed. You know? <laughs> Josh, what, what, what a great guy. What, what, very cool to have him in Kansas City. Yeah, it was very cool. Um, and then at the end of the year, and we had a, a, you were there at our annual meeting, we announced a pretty cool L.A.-based tech company mm-hmm. was expanding to Kansas City called Chow Now. So they're going to bring about 150 to 200 tech workers uh, to KC, and that was an amazing process because yeah, that's they, what I'm interested in. Like, yeah, how the heck does that happen? They were they were focused on Austin and Nashville, right? They really didn't know anything about Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And when we got involved, we got involved through a connection that we had with the company in Los Angeles. And then all of a sudden, we're in the middle of um, of recruiting this company here. And again, they were ready to go to to Nashville and and Austin. And when they stepped into Kansas City, they were blown away. They were they were blown away with what going on here, the energy, um, how they were treated. Mm-hmm. I mean, they'd never been to Kansas City, and that's often what we run into: is companies or the executives or the consultants that represent these companies, they really don't have an up to date um, perception or experience mm-hmm. with our market. Either it's from long ago, or they've not been here before. Mm-hmm. And this group came in, and again was just blown away. And one thing led to another. We did a great job. Our team, led by Jill McCarthy, um, put together a, a very compelling package and rationales to why Chow Now should be here. And they announced at our annual meeting in front of 1,700 people yeah. that they are moving their tech company here. That's so amazing. Did, yeah, it's a, it's a cool, um, it's an online ordering platform for restaurants. Mm-hmm. So restaurants... Which is service? which is kind of dominating my life right now. To be oh, really? <laughs> I mean, I well, you know, uh, I get a lot of those those deliveries. That's that's a technology that has changed the kind of the trajectory of of, of carryout. I mean, truly, right? Um, wow, that's a, that's a really cool story, and it's cool to hear who we're competing with because I think those are two of the cities that, as far as the entrepreneurial tech cycle, have have really kind of hit it off um, as far as their branding. And I think that those two cities, if you beat those two cities out, it's really it's really a good good thing. And we had a lot of success in the animal health space this past year with some entrepreneurial ventures, certainly in the e-commerce and logistics and transportation sector. Overstock.com, for example, another Utah-based I've tech definitely company. definitely ordered stuff Right, from I figured before. you had. Yeah. So they, they moved in with a, a large fulfillment operation in KCK. Wow. So a lot of good things in 2018. And what I'm most excited about, and I know Maria is as well, because she hears about all the projects that we're working on. We have a very full pipeline. So mm-hmm. as we move into 2019, we expect to make some pretty exciting announcements. Maria, so, you were uh, you were on the board for a lot of these wins. Yeah. And uh, what was the experience like? And how excited are you about some of the new companies coming here? I'm very excited about all the growth that's happening in Kansas City. I want to say one thing. You mentioned that it was really interesting that we were up against Austin and Nashville, for instance, for Mm -hmm. Chow Now. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a huge testament to KCADC and what they do. 
that they are doing their work to get the word out about Kansas City and how attractive we are, because I think people still think of us as a flyover city. Mm-hmm. But once they come here, they're blown away, mm-hmm. blown away by what we have here in terms of our, you know, cultural resources and the cooperation within the city. They're always commenting on that. So I think, first of all, a big testament to KCADC and what they do to attract the site selection folks and the people who are looking at um, different markets. But watching um, over the last year, the wins and the losses, and I think one thing that's really remarkable too is how we rebound from the losses and we learn from them Mm -hmm. and we're able to move on to the next opportunity and um, incorporate some of the things that we've learned. Completely agree, yeah. And in all of these assets, you can see all this information about the different sectors that you guys work in at thinkkc.com. Maria mentioned losses. There were a few. One that you really wanted to talk about today, Tim, that got some national exposure. Yeah, I guess some might characterize them, Jason, as losses. I like to think of them as those companies made the wrong decision. Okay, okay. I like that. I like All your right. spin there. Yeah, how about that? Um, one <laughs> of them, I, I can agree with that. One of them um, was Starbucks and uh, Seattle-based company. And We might have heard of them. You'd heard of them. Yes. I, well, okay, there's a, a cup of one of those cups in here somewhere. This is, this I'm sure. is not, but, but yes, but it's, <laughs> it's it's a it's not a it's not a local coffee shop, but That's it right. is a very big one. I've been to the first location in Seattle before. Wow, very cool. Okay, so Starbucks evaluated Kansas City uh, along with well, they started with multiple markets, uh-huh. and they started to winnow that down to a more manageable list or group of com- of uh, communities and regions. Kansas City was competing with markets like Atlanta mm-hmm. and Phoenix in Dallas and other places. Um, They selected, Starbucks selected Atlanta for about a 900 employee information technology services operations center. Mm -hmm. A really great uh, deal. Mm -hmm. Uh, We came up short. But what we learned from that, we've applied as we've moved forward because some of the things, again, back to the Chow Dow example, a lot of their executives that were part of that team, Jason, had not been to Kansas City, mm-hmm. or they'd been to Kansas City 10, 15 years ago. Sure. And they came back and were competing against these these tier one markets like Atlanta and, and Phoenix and, and others. And they came back and to Kansas City and go, wow, we just can't believe that this is going on here. Mm-hmm. And every cut down, every cut down went from 16 to 8 to, to 4, and Kansas City's right in the mix. And it got down to KC and Atlanta. Now, we were fighting some headwinds. One of the key decision makers with the company went to school in Atlanta. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, there were other elements that were basically not in our favor. Uh, one of the, those facts was that Starbucks had a fairly large operation already in Atlanta that they felt that they could scale. Mm-hmm. But one of the key factors is that there was a lot more Class A office space available in Atlanta than there was in Kansas City. And by Class A, that's that's the top shelf office space. All the 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 amenities that uh, employees that, mm-hmm. that we have want today. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, we didn't have that product. <clears throat> right. And at the end of the day, that was really one of the key considerations that drove them to Atlanta because they knew if they went to Atlanta, they could have their choice of four or five new Class A buildings that were just coming out of the ground and would be completed by the time that they needed to to occupy the space. Mm. In Kansas City, we didn't have the type of space that they were looking for. 
But as a result of that project and Kansas City coming so close, the development community has really stepped up in a big way, as you probably have followed. Mm -hmm. And we've seen some significant announcements just in the last 45 to 60 days of new Class A development, office development occurring, not just downtown, but also out And that's important. That's something that we've talked about uh, with Class A, right, mm-hmm. Maria? That's that's kind of the key to to get these. The, the the problem is is that it has to be what like half filled or not half filled. I mean, there's all these rules and where they'll build it. And a lot of cities are just building. It. It's 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 a real challenge um, for uh, the financing of that, right? Uh, but uh, the market is it it appears is starting to be addressed mm-hmm. by developers and some of the financing elements here in Kansas City, and it's just not downtown. You look at what's occurred out in Lenexa, for example, and spec development along the 435 corridor out in Overland Park. And I expect that there will be more of those types of announcements. And that helps and us it, compete. You have to have product on the shelf. Okay. As an old retail guy, you, you have to have product on the shelf. And that is a component of our product mix that we were lacking. And I'm excited because it gives us something to, to really go out and market and tout and actually sell. Very and it's not an excuse anymore. Very interesting. We're going to have more after the break here on Grill Nation. I got that sunshine in my pocket. Got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body when it drops. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show. Jason Grill here on 980 AM. Appreciate you listening as well on iTunes or on the website at grillnationshow.com. You can connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill. Love to hear from you each and every day. I'm again joined today by our uh, contributor to the Grill Nation show, the Kansas City Area Development Council, KCADC. Their website is thinkkc.com. They've joined us. Uh, this is their fourth time, actually, uh, with our quarterly uh, show guest, and each time we've talked about something they're doing that's successful uh, in the region, whether it's transport, whether it's SmartPort, you know, your your animal corridor work, uh, you know, the Team KC aspects right. of how you're growing the workforce. Uh, but on today's show, we're kind of doing a overview recap, looking forward, looking back, wins, losses, everything going on here in Kansas City. And one of those things that we were talking about with Tim Cowden and Maria Maffrey was the... Um, Class A office space and how uh, a lot of things have happened in that in the last over the last year to move that ball forward. Maria, I know you want to talk about uh, some of the things that are happening downtown because your company is involved with those things. Right. So Tim mentioned that just within the last forty five days, there's been a lot of annou- there have been a lot of announcements about new office developments, and so there are two in particular: one at Third and Grand, um, which is going to Uh, be a really interesting project because it's going to be mass timber construction, which is really hot right now Mm -hmm. uh, nationally. And um, it's it's going to bring about 800 jobs. Um, The Strata project, which is going to be at 13th and Wyandotte, is going to bring an additional thousand jobs to Kansas City, downtown Kansas City. So, you know, those two developments themselves are going to bring over 1,800 Top of the line, Class A, you know, I, I get excited just seeing the drawings, you know. Yeah, the, right. the very first uh, renderings of these buildings. That's right. Very cool. And it'll be changing cool. the skyline. Yeah, absolutely, I was going to say that our yeah. tra- our skyline will be transformed. It'll be super cool. That's exciting. And these yeah. types of things are continuing to grow, and people actually are starting to realize that we need to do this to be competitive. Absolutely. And you guys did this, or Kansas City did this with industrial. Yeah, if you which, if you go which back we didn't a, have a few years ago. Right, you go back a decade ago. Yeah. Um, there was a I used to hear it all the time that you couldn't build 
SPAC Industrial in Kansas City, the market wouldn't support it. This wasn't that type of deal velocity. Mm -hmm. Uh, What's happened over the last 10 years, it's been amazing. Just in the last three years, over 7 million square feet of Class A SPAC Industrial has been built. We had the highest absorption rate of any market in the Midwest last Mm -hmm. year for industrial. So that market is white hot. It continues. Talk about uh, all these e-commerce companies and how people buy like you and me or are buying our products now through these fulfillment centers. Mm -hmm. And Kansas City's location is perfect for that. Uh, The technology is in place, certainly from a a, uh, over-the-road and and rail transport perspective. It's a great place uh, for that type of of work and that type of development. And we've seen it and we'll continue to see it. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. That's really cool. Gets gets excited. Get you know industrial. You know people don't always think about it, but if it's if it's killing it in Kansas City, that's a great thing. It's we a great that. thing. It's a great thing for Kansas City, and I tell you, nobody gets more excited about industrial than my colleague Chris Gutierrez. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, he's great. So Chris <laughs> loves industrial and Ellie Bowen and and our team. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it's a terrific development for us. Tim Counted and Maria Maffrey are with me. Tim at the annual lunch. Um, there was an announcement of an image refresh. Take us through what that is, why you guys are doing that. I always find when I'm trying to find the one or two things that we could sell as a market, there's so many. But when we talk about Austin or Nashville, you mentioned both of those. I mean, I initially immediately know what they're known for. Right. Your music or, or a tech entrepreneurship. Right. You know, and it's like, it's hard because we know we have a lot of different things going for us. And maybe we're not known for one thing. We're known for a lot of things. Right. Uh, and so you guys are doing an image refresh. Talk about that. You know, we, we, we believe that it's, it's time to refresh our region's brand. Uh, we know that we have a great product, mm-hmm. but a lot of the rest of the country and the world doesn't know that. It's almost an untold story. So we have to go out and tell the story in a refreshed way. And we, we believe the best way to approach this is first to go out and listen Mm-hmm. Listen to the community, to mm-hmm. listen to our investors, to mm-hmm. listen to others. Say, what does Kansas City mean to them? And then we've got a we've got a great team. And again, I'm looking across the studio at Ashley Hand, who is a big part of this effort for us. Um, we'll listen through the next six months, and then we'll come back at our annual meeting in November of this year with what we believe will be just a uh, just a tremendous new brand initiative that will take into account all these wonderful wonderful things that we know Kansas City to be, but we'll do it in a way that's refreshed and truly gets to a number of, of different audiences that we will be uh, pursuing as we move forward. When was the last time we kind of did this as a city? Something uh, maybe not as big of a brand refresh. I know I know you're wearing your KC pin right. uh, on your jacket, your sports coat. I, uh, I remember when that popped out. I, I, I really thought that was kind of cool. That was a while ago, though. That was a while ago. (laughs) Uh, That was uh, over 15 years ago. Was it really? The whole Think KC and One KC initiative. And even before that was was America's Smart Cities uh, program or or brand initiative. That was all led by KCADC. So we believe now is the time to to refresh and to move forward with something that, again, has a lot of input from the community which we believe is the, the, the perfect recipe for a lot of success with that. Mm-hmm. Again, we have a tremendous team, a tremendous board, a lot of people who do this every day. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll take what we hear and we'll apply it in, a, in something that I know will be extremely cool. 
Maria, what what's your uh, what are your thoughts on this image refresh and well, I think the whole it's journey? Im- I think it's important to do it because I think, as Tim said, you know, it's been what 10, 15 years, and quite frankly, the city has evolved since then. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot of great things that we want to share with the world, and that we should be getting the word out about. Um, and I particularly am interested, am excited about Ashley sort of leading this because I think she will help us really focus so that we can be known for that one thing. Like you said, you know Mm -hmm. what Austin's about, you know what (laughs) Nashville's about and people need to know what Kansas city is about. We, so true. We, um, we call Ashley, she calls herself sometimes our chief (laughs) storyteller. Okay. Okay. And that's what she does. And that's what our organization's all about. We've got to go out and tell the story. Now she's not mic'd up to, to talk, but I'll speak for her. Some of the listening sessions that we've already conducted, mm-hmm. some of what we've heard is really eye-opening. Some of it's not so surprising, but some of it is oftentimes people who come in from other parts of the country, again, there's absolutely zero perception. There's no image of Kansas City. It's a blank slate, which is really powerful, too, because we can do anything we want with mm-hmm. that. And you think, Jason, about the pride in Maria, the pride that, that we know – uh, we have in, in Kansas City right now. We've had for the last, you know, or for generations, but it's really come to the fore the last five to 10 years, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, we can really leverage that. You just think about all the people walking around town. I hear it all the time. I see it all the time with the, the KC initials on a, on a cap mm-hmm. or KC on their shirt. It has nothing to do with the Chiefs, nothing to do with the Royals or sporting or what have you. It's just KC. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's very unique. Anywhere in the country, you don't you don't find that, and that's something again that we can build off of, and that's part of what we'll we'll get with this whole image campaign. Tell me, you know, I've just when you're saying these things, I'm thinking about going to local coffee shops that have grown, or going to business, or seeing that logo and um, workforce development is key for you guys. Absolutely, and, and, and is what talked about that because we've made, we've had a show about that, but I just feel like as far as talent, that's what people need. For yeah. some of these things you're trying to, to recruit, you know, like the, the company moving from L.A. I mean, they're a tech company, but got to have the talent, the workforce. And we it, need to continue to grow that internally. You know, people talk about, you know, use the, the phrase, it's, it's a war for talent. You know, really, it's a bloodbath out there. It is a bloodbath for talent. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a bloodbath. It's a war between all these different regions of the country. Mm-hmm. So we have to position Kansas City as a as a attractive place for talent for people to come and pursue opportunity Mm -hmm. to build their life here and our team kc initiative is built around that entire premise our team does a fantastic job and i know you've had jessica and angela on before yes yes. um workforce development is a is a a bigger part of what we're doing organizationally certainly through our initiatives the animal health corridor has placed a lot of emphasis on workforce development because that's what their employers are telling them those within the animal health space say, hey, we need, we need more talented people here. They need to have the skills to move forward in a manufacturing or a techno- technical uh, environment or application. Same thing in logistics and transportation. I mean, what's happening in, in that space is vastly different than it was even a decade ago. Mm-hmm. So workforce development, talent attraction, talent retention, it all is underpinned, though, by livability. And this has to be a really livable place. And I look at livability as access, 
it's affordability, it's all those things. And you contrast Kansas City with markets on the on either coast who are suffering through a livability crisis where affordability has gotten way out of whack and you can't access and you can't attract that talent at the wages that you need to. Mm-hmm. We believe Kansas City is in a, in a great position because the infrastructure is in place. There's a, there's a lot of room to grow here. Mm-hmm. And this is a sophisticated market. It's a major league market. Obviously, our sports teams, but the arts here, mm-hmm. fantastic. It's just getting that word out. Yeah. We've got to tell that story more forcefully, more boldly. We mm-hmm. can't be as humble. I hear that a lot, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to be bold. Yeah. And that's really what is this whole image campaign is about, is to go out and tell that story. Mm-hmm. And, and, much if, and people can actually way. get involved with that, too, if it, when you're having all these listening sessions, but also on your website, uh, thinkkc.com backslash Voices of KC. You can share your ideas online. Absolutely. Uh, if you go to thinkkc.com, all of the information is there. Uh, more and more Kansas Cityans hopefully will get involved. We want as many as uh, want to be involved with uh, their thoughts and we'll, ideas. We'll tweet that link out too after the show. Um, share that with everyone. That's great. Very exciting. I'm glad you guys are listening. And I am wholeheartedly agreeing with you uh, with us being less humble. Uh, to promote our city. Uh, Tim Cowden is with me and Maria Maffrey. We'll be right back for our final segment of the show today. You're listening to Grill Nation. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show. I'm Jason Grill. I appreciate you listening again today uh, and joining us for the show today on 980 AM. Uh, you connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill and at GrillNationShow.com. I have been joined today by a guest partner and contributor to the Grill Nation show. That's the KCADC, Kansas City Area Development Council. Their website is thinkkc.com. Uh, check it out. It's an awesome website with a lot of really cool things you can read about and check out here in Kansas City. Maria Maffrey is with me. She's a principal at BNIM Architects, also on the board of the KCADC. And again, Tim Cowden, who's president and CEO of the uh, great or the Kansas City Area Development Council. Thank you again for coming in today and for your uh, great shows that you guys you guys joined me for every quarter. This has been a lot of fun. Um, okay, so Tim, when you uh, have people coming into Kansas City, where do you like to take them? Let's have some fun here because oh. I know that you. Uh, You've got, you always have to do something with these people. Right. So what, what do you, how does that work? I mean, where are you taking them? You know, I'm sure like We're not you just do. taking them to the boardroom to like break no, deals No, down. no, 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 no. Um, ask, uh, I always ask uh, them, you know, what do they like? Okay. You, know, you listen to your customer. Mm-hmm. So um, I like to break stereotypes. Often, I mean, we, we have wonderful barbecue here and, and we're known for steaks and all of that, which is great. There's some great restaurants. But um, oftentimes, when somebody comes in from out of the market, I like to break that up. So the first place that they expect me to take them would be, for example, Jack Stack, which is awesome, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I usually don't take them uh, to barbecue the first night. I might take them uh, for Italian. I mean, I love Lydia's, and they're blown away with, with Lydia's, for example. Yeah. And then the next day, we get our... Our barbecue barbecued. on. Yeah. You know, we do so you that. you kind of mix it up. You show we, them parts of Kansas City right. they don't expect. That's, that's the whole, that's what I like to do. Because people come in with a preconceived notion of what they're going to get in Kansas City. It's just like when you travel somewhere. Yeah. When I go to a town, I say, okay, this is what I'm going to get. So we like to flip that on on them. And, uh, and it works. 
I mean, <laughs> I, and, and and I like to take them. We have a, you know, our region is full of wonderful communities. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, go through Parkville, for example, and they're just blown away with this little town right on on the river. And they go, this is, this is, I didn't expect this. Mm-hmm. They always say, I don't expect the hills. I don't expect the the foliage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we embrace the fact that we have the, the four seasons. I mean, we own it. We have to be authentic. Uh, when we bring people in during the winter, you know, hey, this is, this is who we are. Mm-hmm. And, um, but we have a wonderful spring, summer and fall. Uh, we're well-rounded. Mm-hmm. So, um, I've got a lot of different places in, in town. Depends on where we are. I mean, if I'm in, in Lee Summit, Lee Summit, think about what they've done in that downtown, in that community over the last, you know, I don't know, decade. Look at Independence. Mm-hmm. I mean, There's Mayor Weir's coming on our board, and I, she's done a terrific job as, as a you know, group in Liberty. So it just depends on what the client's looking for. Mm-hmm. But that's the great thing about Kansas City and our region is we have diversity. Mm-hmm. A diversity of product, and then obviously what's gone gone on downtown Kansas City, Missouri is just, just amazing. Let's let's make sure we understand too that KCADC represents the entire region, eighteen counties, <laughs> yeah. both states. It it doesn't matter to us. We're a company, or we're someone that we're looking to attract part of a of a company that's moving here. We don't care where they live or where they end up, as long as it's within this region. Mm-hmm. And that's you know we we like to say that KCADC is a coalition of the willing. And uh, we don't do anything without the support um, of our community partners. And they're a big, big part of who we are. I'll always remember that. I like that. Maria, you have any uh, hot spots? I'm, I'm thinking you're going to take a different angle here. I love that we have a great, um, a great city for foodies. People are always surprised at all the great restaurants we have in town, all the local places like mm-hmm. um, Extra Virgin mm-hmm. and um, Michael Smith's restaurants. And of course, uh, Chef Selena Tio's The Belfry. There's just so many great places like that that are, um, you know, quiet little pockets that people don't always, it's not as celebrated, you know, outside of Kansas City. But once they're here, I love taking them to that. You and also then, check out the plaza, don't you? That's got to be on your list. The plaza's a must. We haven't mentioned that yet. The, the, the plaza, absolutely. Yeah. You know, the plaza's right the plaza's there. We, we had a group in a couple of weeks ago from Ohio and they had been here in forever. Uh-huh. And Again, they were just, they were really just taken aback by all the energy, uh, all that they experienced. I mean, driving them through downtown, through the plaza, out through Johnson County, you go, like, wow. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Yeah. Our, our challenge is getting people here. You know, once we get people here, then our, our job becomes a lot easier. Mm-hmm. But you got to get, you got to get them here and you got to break down these, these stereotypes that, Kansas City has, you know, misperceptions of what we are, what the region is, and we're doing that. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the most exciting part of my job. And and I have a, an amazing team that I work with, amazing group of volunteers. I mean, I've got the best job in town. Yeah, really, Jason, because I, I, I get up every day and I get to go market, sell, and brand this region. Mm-hmm. And it's a great, great place. But we have to remember that as great as Kansas City is, there are a lot of great places in the United States oh, yeah. to do business. There's great places. And there's a lot of great competition. Mm-hmm. So we just have to continue to elevate. I agree. And Maria, you, uh, I, off air, you were talking about the arts. So yeah. you like to take people to the Nelson? Love and o- to take and people museums? to the Nelson Atkins Museum because it's free, which people are always blown away that we have such a world-class museum with such great collections that's free. 
Um, and of course, the World War One Museum, the National World War One Museum, is here in Kansas City. And I, I mean, we take people through there, and they they, they can spend hours in there. It's mm-hmm. just so interesting. I love um, the Liberty Memorial in that area. That's very uh, so great, it's so iconic. Now, I think it's one of the most iconic things about Kansas City. I agree. Uh, we got a couple minutes left in the show. As we look forward to 2019, uh, I know you can't break any news, but everything's rocking and rolling at all times, right? You're excited about. You guys are excited about the direction, some potential new companies coming to Kansas City, hopefully. And, we are. And some more opportunities, I would imagine. We are. We're, we're um, very close with um, a couple of uh, large uh, companies that will hopefully be announcing soon. That's exciting. Uh, for the Kansas City region. That's always exciting. Um, again, if you look out at just uh, our region and some of the things that are going on in every corner of uh, the Kansas City metro, it makes you excited you know, to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a tremendous time to be in Kansas City, but we have to take advantage of it. Um, I would agree. That's the that's the whole thing. Every day, taking advantage of that, pushing forward. Um, and the Class A office space thing is hopefully going to continue to rise this year. Absolutely, that was your big concern last year, right? And we're um, on the show, and, and the market will ultimately determine mm-hmm. what gets built and how many and what companies come here. But I'm I'm really excited that the market is responding to that, and I I do appreciate the development community really looking at this carefully. And you know it's it's a it's a real you know it's a risk. I mean it's a risk business, mm-hmm. um, but they're evaluating that risk, and uh, I appreciate what they they're doing for for our region and our ability as an organization to compete and ultimately win. Mm-hmm. Maria, you excited for 2019? Very excited. A lot, excited. lot of things going on. Yeah, I think there's a lot of momentum happening. You know, we talked about all the Class A office space, but all the development that's happening, the Keystone Innovation District that's happening, um, mm-hmm. that's going to, I think, do a lot to spur um, workforce development in the tech industry So I and, and great things for the East Side. So um, I'm very excited for 2019. I think there's a lot going on and we have great momentum. I, I agree, and the Keystone Innovation District, uh, getting Kev, Kevin McGinnis on your show maybe later on this year would be a, a really good one, too. Love it. Uh, Tim Cowden, President and CEO at the Kansas City Area Development Council, and Maria Maffrey, who's a Principal and Chief Business Development Officer at BNIM Architects. I appreciate you guys joining me today. This is an awesome show, one that I can, can re-air uh, some segments after, the, after we air this. Initially, there's a lot of good conversation. I appreciate you guys coming on the show today and for all you do for Kansas City. Jason, thank you for the opportunity. A lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you, Maria. Thanks for listening to Grill Nation. We'll see you again next week. Take care.